Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Of Jesus. Amen. Every year about this time, we gather in churches to hear, yes, to hear the story of the child that is laid in the manger. Even people who will never darken the door of a church throughout the year, they find themselves being drawn to a local church to hear this very story that we heard this day, this age-old story of Mary and Joseph Jesus, the manger, the shepherds, and the angels singing. Again, no matter how often we hear this story, it is just as powerful and moving as when we first heard it as a little child. Now, as a pastor, there's always a challenge to, well, how to preach this story, how to speak of it in this pulpit. In other words, the Christmas story can be preached from the shepherd's perspective which is very good. Or the story of Christmas can be preached and spoken of from the perspective of Mary and Joseph. I've actually heard this sermon before preached from the perspective of the animals in the cave witnessing everything that came about that Christmas long ago. However, consider a moment. What about considering this Christmas story not from an earthly perspective, but the perspective of heaven. Indeed, what did the birth of the Son of God mean for God the Father? What did the birth of Christ mean for the angels of heaven? In other words, instead of looking at the story of Christmas from our earthly perspective, what if we consider the story of Christmas from a heavenly perspective? Instead of looking at the birth of Christ and then gazing somehow upward towards heaven and pondering, What if we consider the birth of Christ from a heavenly perspective gazing downward to earth? To help us out, there's an old Lutheran pastor who once wrote a very iconic hymn. That hymn is titled this, Before the Marvel of This Night. Before the Marvel of This Night. Now I must warn you, those of you who are not very familiar with with poems and poetic hymns, this hymn is very, very poetic is a hymn that speaks from the perspective of heaven about the birth of Christ long ago. Consider for a moment the first stanza of this hymn, where God the Father speaks to the holy angels in heaven. I'm going to intentionally read it very slowly. Indeed, I will intentionally read it very slowly. Before the marvel of this night, adorning, fold your wings and bow. Then tear the sky apart with light and with your news the world endow. Proclaim the birth of Christ and peace that fear and death and sorrow seize. Sing peace, sing peace, sing gift of peace. Now, did you hear this? Did you hear the grand Christmas news that is for you? 
in the birth of Christ, God the Father instructs the angels to tear the sky apart and proclaim, get this, that fear and death and sorrow shall cease. Listen and ponder to verse 2. Verse 2. Awake the sleeping world with song. This is the day the Lord has made. Assemble here, celestial throng, in royal splendor come arrayed. Give earth a glimpse of heavenly bliss, a teasing taste of what they miss. Sing bliss, sing bliss, sing endless bliss. Do you hear the grand Christmas story that is for you? In the birth of Christ, we are to be awoken from our sleep, to be given a glimpse of heavenly bliss. Indeed, that first Christmas, heaven came down to us. Listen and ponder verse 3. The love that we have always known, our constant joy and endless light, now to the loveless world be shown, now break upon its deathly night. Into one song compress the love that rules our universe above. Sing love, sing love, sing God is love. Sing love, sing God is love. Now, did you hear it again? The grand news of Christmas for you. You see, the angels always knew of the love of God. However, in the birth of Christ, the Son of God broke into this deathly world of sin to show and to give you this very love. Indeed, the angels of heaven always knew the love of God for his creation. However, that Christmas, long ago, they actually witnessed the love of God for his creation as they saw how God fulfilled his promises of old and broke into this deathly, dark world. They witnessed how God's love for his creation compelled him to send his only begotten son to redeem the children of Adam and Eve. John 3.16 says it best, For God so loved the world, that is you, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have as a gift eternal life. And so we could summarize this hymn and summarize this whole Christmas story from a heavenly perspective by saying that the story of Christmas is one big descent into darkness. It is one big descent into darkness, into sin, and into death for humanity's sake. Christ was conceived by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary to come into this dark world. He was born and laid in that manger to live in this world of sin. And he went to that cross to die a death to redeem you and me from the sting of sin, death itself. And so from the perspective of heaven and the heavenly host of angels, a child was born in Bethlehem that Christmas night long ago to take away your sin, to destroy your death, and bring eternal life to you. Again, from a heavenly perspective, Christmas is one big drop, one big descent of the Son of God to come to you to make all things, huh, to make all things right. To make all things right. 
Through the child in the manger, a warring, divided, hate-filled people are actually forgiven and given peace with God the Father. This, my friends, is not some mythological story. It is not some sort of pious sentiment. It is not some fluffy, abstract idea. What the angels in heaven witnessed and what they proclaimed at Jesus' birth is the gift of peace, real peace for a sin-sick humanity, real peace with God the Father. Your sins are forgiven in Christ who came for you. And so we sing, God is love, because he did not abandon us in the deathly night of sin. The love of God did not stay in heaven content, but descended into sin's darkness for you and for me. We sing bliss, endless bliss, because royal splendor came arrayed. Heaven has come to us. We sing peace, the gift of peace, because the sky was torn apart so that light would shine on us to chase away fear, to chase away death itself. Dear baptized saints, no wonder why the angels said to the shepherds, fear not, for, for behold, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas, dear baptized saints. Unto you, a child has been born. His name is Jesus Christ, the one who has descended to you and has taken away all of your sins. He is great joy for you in this often joyless world. He is love that fills the songs of the angels and fills our songs this afternoon and evening. May the gift of Christmas abide with you this evening and the weeks to come. Unto you he was born. Unto you he came. He came for you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you. 